Shut up, I love it. beginning is a very delicate time. Know then that it is the year 2023. The Shut Up I Love It podcast is ruled by the Emperor Sasha Filer, my father. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is Shut Up I Love It. I am Joe Cabello. I am Sasha Filer. I, this might be my favorite one, okay? I told you I'm going to step it up. You fucking stepped it up, baby. This is Shut Up, I Love It. It's 200-something, blah, 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 episode of Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast when we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, forgotten, misunderstood, misjudged, criticized. Misgendered. Uh, Yeah, if you have it, bring it here. He, today's guest, is a comedian from New England, who performed improv for audiences all over North America over the last 17 years and currently performs and teaches at Kismet Improv in Rhode Island. He is famous for one of his uh, 1980s stockbroker characters. <laughs> I think he is. Welcome, Ken Breeze. Hey, everybody. Welcome. And are we talking to Ken Breeze or are we talking to your famous 1980s stockbroker character? Kenny Kenny Blow? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, we're talking Blow. to Ken. Oh, we're Kenny talking Blow. to Ken then. Yeah, man. Uh, you don't want to talk to Kenny Blow. He's a bad person. All right. Insider trading. Well, if he if he sneaks in and shows up during this recording, I'm I'm not going to be upset. Let's do it this Okay. Way. <laughs> Sounds good. Until <laughs> my nose is red. Well, you know, there's uh, a lot of great things that someone like Kenny Blow could snort, but I think there's one greatest drug of them all. Ooh, great transition. What are we here to talk about, Ken Reese? We're here to talk about the spice. <laughs> the spice now, melange. What year of spice are we talking about? I mean, uh, like- this is 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, See? And a young director has uh, captured Hollywood's attention by the name of David Lynch. And there's everybody wants him to make their movie after on the heels of Elephant Man and Eraserhead. Oh yeah, um, he loves coffee, transcendental meditation, cigarettes, cigarettes, and weather reports, and Americana and mm-hmm. disabilities. Um, he focuses on some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, David Lynch's Dune is what I'm here to argue on behalf of um it, it would be amazing if you were here to talk about spice <laughs> specifically like Dude, shut up i love spice like you could hyper spice. time travel with it you can get high <laughs> off it I mean, like, you gotta do give it to spice blue eyes space. yeah you're yeah. like i hate eyes. dune dune sucks but spice in dune rules i yep. wish i had it Better than, let's pull the veil back on Shut Up, I Love It, Joe's baking soda that he has on the desk I, next I to him. I did two lines of baking soda prior. Oh, just bro. to, you know, I think that our guests deserve me at my top energy, so I did a couple <laughs> lines of baking soda. Do I appreciate you, that. Do yeah. you also brush your teeth with it? Because I occasionally do, and it makes my teeth shiny AF. Don't, I'll try that. Don't ingest any of it. I almost died on stage ingesting 
baking soda is fake cocaine, and I, I literally poison my blood with it. So be careful. So and that's just the like worst w- part to poison. If you ask me, <laughs> it's the blood. Blood poison. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of it. And just so you know, uh, listeners, we're going to be doing like occasional PSAs in this episode, like mm. what you should be and not should be doing, like with your lives. So keep an ear out. And meanwhile, we'll go back to 1980s, either Stockbroker or David Lynch, whichever one. They're both valid, <laughs> both huge symbols of the 80s. Uh, so Dune, you're, you're a fan of David Lynch's Dune. I feel like um, when David Lynch's Dune came out, it was uh, the comparison to the book was going to be huge. You know, you can't talk about one without the other. And now, sure. as we talk about it in the year 2023 with Emperor Sasha Filer, you can't talk about David Lynch's Dune without talking about the new and Timothy sir? Chalamet. You Dune. had to finish your own yeah. <laughs> sentence. Uh, <laughs> Denis yeah. Villeneuve. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which and there's was what, another 2021, sequel. was it, or 22? Uh, this last Dune. I think it was 21 that came 2020 out. snooze, I think. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Opinions already coming through. So uh, let's just get your baseline of all Dune. Like, are you a David Lynch Dune fan, or are you a Dune fan? I'm a Dune fan, okay? All right, um, baby. Inspired by the movie. Um, I've always been a huge sci-fi person my whole life. I The original viewing of this, I th- did not understand it. I didn't necessarily think it was bad. I was like, what is this world? Um, so I read the books, and then went back and watched later. And if you do, it's, it's, you know, obviously this is true for most adaptations, but if you read, especially with Dune, more than any other book movie adaptation that I am aware of both parts, it's literally, it's like, you need to know what's going on in the book to appreciate, especially Uh David Lynch's version. Um, There's just so much subtext and other things going on that, you know, he really just drops you in like right away. He doesn't build his characters really uh, too much. He kind of just throws you in there. You have that scene you were kind of mimicking there, Joe, where yeah, the intro, uh, yeah, voice of Virginia yeah. Madsen as the the uh, the princess there. So, um, the, and I lo- I I'll just say I loved that part because just put me a pretty woman's giant face on the screen talking for the first part of the movie. Yep. I'm interested. But I think it was also really funny in that scene that she's going on and giving us the backstory and I'm thinking, okay, a lot of movies do this in text crawl or just voiceover, but at least I'm watching this pretty woman. But then she fades away. But then Roberts comes back (laughs) and is like, oh, and one more thing. (laughs) And keeps talking. And I'm like, is this David Lynch taking the piss out of this type of sci-fi intro or what is going on with that? Do you have any insight into that? Uh, I, I don't, you know, one thing with this movie is it got chopped up and a lot of hands yeah. got in there, you know? So can we just for, for a second, let's just connect and, and make sure we're all talking about the same uh, Dune cut. Because apparently there's at least two, right? I don't know actually the details. Okay. I feel like I knew them at some point, but I don't because. But I know Jay, uh, former guest and host of this, occasional host of this podcast. But he like is obsessed with Dune, like to the point mm-hmm. where we're, if we had a boy first, he would w- this the middle name for the boy would be Moadib. 
Like, I'm not fucking <laughs> kidding you. Wow. Desert like, Mouse. Dodged a bullet like, there. Hard Rock is like a thing like we just talk about it. Like, it's just this fucking, just words just happen in my life. Uh, so he's like a big Dune fan. Mm-hmm. And he was immediately, when he heard we're talking about Dune, he's like, oh, I like, which cut is it? And I'm like, the one on fucking Netflix, right? Which is two hours, 16 minutes. And sounds like that is David Lynch's director's cut. Am I right? I I don't think so because I I think I think because he David Lynch has kind of distanced himself so I think it is a form of that cut supposedly the original cut that he sent was four fucking hours long um, so and it shows. obviously that doesn't work especially in the eighties <laughs> uh, right but I I also think he presented that and then some studio exec was like that ah, this thing's boring boring. But a lot of that stuff was stuff that explained what the hell was going on. Like, if you, if, I'll admit, the first time I saw it as like a nine year old, maybe a 10 year old on cable, I was like, what is this? <laughs> um, I, full disclosure though, I grew to love the book so much that I actually have a Dune tattoo on my right leg. Okay, oh, wow. I, I have to see it. Like, I mean, how, how, yeah, would... pull your leg up while I take oh, another couple baking yeah. soda yeah. lines. <laughs> God damn. All right. Yeah. I hope and this I was before the new scene. movie, so. Uh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Com- he's completely standing on his chair. Yeah, Joe, describe everything as it's happening, because my. Yeah. It it does look like you are oh. in the. Here's the mind killer, and it was oh my with, the, with the with uh, the comedy drama mass. By the way, f- nice nice calves. Yeah, Thank good. you. Good calves, and it looks like you're in the back room of a wrestling ring or something. <laughs> I don't know. Where you are, oh, but are you at? Are you with Vince McMahon right now? Like, is he? Uh, off screen? I'm dressed a little wrestlery too. This uh, showing yeah, some shoulder maybe. here, but uh, you know, wearing my Barry Manilow. Yeah, shirt. we'll have to go lift together. We. Sh- I, I, I will have to join you. I I will make the trip and join you wherever we're going. That Either great. across the water to Pawtucket or back to LA. Oh yeah, I'm you're there. closer. You're closer. We're there, so right close. Now. We could practically like. Just, if I got yeah, on a flight time? now, I think yeah. we could hit the gym by midnight. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll snort some baking soda and get pumped. Bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I don't snort it all myself before I get there. Uh, don't be stingy with the dingy. <laughs> uh, just to circle back just a little bit to the all-encompassing Dune, Villanueva's Dune. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh... <sighs> So I, oh, I don't think I love it as much as a lot of people have uh-huh. loved it. That's okay. uh, I thought space, the new Blade Runner, mm-hmm. the new I did not Ooh. like the new Blade Runner that much, and I love the original Blade well, Runner. It's hard to top the original Blade Runner. Hard. It, it's like the best movie ever. It, made, it just feels like a copy or like a a false copy. Yeah, without anything words. interesting in it, other than maybe the Dave. Uh, uh, Batista part. He was the only thing I really yeah. found interesting. The sex scene is kind of interesting. Overlaying yeah. a hologram over another woman. Yeah, that was. And I'm a big uh, and a hologram fan. So yeah, person? I'm a big hologram <laughs> fan. I've had sex with at least five holograms. I'll take a hologram over any real woman any day. And I'll yeah. tell you what, they'll take me over any <laughs> real woman. Holograms day. don't get pregnant, brother. You've seen my calf tattoo. That's my calf tattoo. Let me stand what? on my it's chair. It's holograms don't get pregnant. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. You know. Oh, dude. How precious. Uh, so not a big fan of the new Dune. All right. I, I like it. I thought it was good, but it, mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, right. I like the original. I don't know. I, I, I want to hear soul. the like 
pre-Villanueva's Dune coming out. You know it's coming out. Everybody's been yapping about it nonstop. Are we excited or are we like already skeptical or are we already like, this is no way. No, you like, I want it to be fucking amazing. I want it excited. Yeah. Because, but you know, also like, I hope it's not totally like the new Blade Runner. Ah, cause, and I've seen his other movies. I think his other movies are, 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 are good. Uh, the other movies I've seen of his, um, you know, they, they're well done. And I was excited that this director was going to get a shot at it or, just that it was somebody that seemed like they were into sci-fi. You know, the what I've read is Lynch is just not a sci-fi person. He kind of just took the money here. Um, you know, he was kind of like the hot new director kind of guy. And um, almost like he, it, it just wasn't a good, I'd say incongruent, him and the source material. You yeah, know? and you got Dino De Laurentiis. It's a Dino Ooh, De Laurentiis produ- production, and when it's a Dino De Laurentiis production, it's a Dino De Laurentiis production. Yeah, and I remember a lot of his stuff from the 80s, like just really cheese, you know, like Delta Force and stuff like that, just like really cheese, lowest common de- denominator type stuff, you know? So it's all, it surprises me almost that, you know, uh, he would get involved with something like Dune that was so complex, but, um, you Joe- know, it's like... Yeah, um, just to kind of circle with Joe and myself, h- how many times or have you seen the Dune 1987 or four, Kenneth? Four. Four. Yeah, 84. 84. I've probably seen it 30 times. You've seen it 30 times. Jesus. All right, oh, yeah. Joe, go. No, not at all. I've oh. never seen it. I had heard a lot about Dune. The Dennis, uh, Denis Villeneuve. Fuck mm. me. <laughs> so I kind of nailed the Denis. And then I fucked up the villain with. Um, I saw that one. I didn't love it as a movie. And then uh, the book seemed too long. So, and I was kind of scared to jump into this one. I wanted to do it at the right time. And watching something for Shut Up, I Love It is always the right time to watch a classic. It's a great well, excuse. Otherwise, you'll never get to the thing. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. you, Sash? It sounds like you're a uh, Dune family. Uh, Dune family, I mean, but I saw, you know, I'm a, I'm a Lynch lady. I'm a Lynch person. I love me some Lynch, good or bad. I'll take any Lynch, kind of. You know? I, I think, so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't love the way that sounds. I know what you mean. But I, I'm talking about that, David Lynch, Lynch and uh, yeah. his weather reports. But he, but he, um, you know, I, I, I saw him. Uh, like uh, I saw his movies, and at, at, at some point, I feel like I was just watching every Lynch uh, movie that I could get my hands on. And somewhere there, I'm talking like, but I was probably like 20 years old, if not younger. And I saw like Dune in the midst of it, and you know, I remembered the good stuff. I forgot about how shitty the third act is. Because I mean, to me, to me, it. Uh, you know, without going into ratings yet, but it falls apart at one hour, 26 minutes. Before then, I'm fine. I'm happy before then. At one hour, 26 minutes, the moment uh, Lady Jessica and Paul, you know, are on their own post-midpoint and they're like about to meet the Fremen. Yeah, once they she, meet the Fremen, that's after it. that, it, it really... And it makes me so... music video. Incoherent music video. And isn't it so weird that that is the <laughs> ending point of Denis Villanina's uh, movie? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
and that now we are going to get a whole other two-hour movie, and maybe is that the key that you need another? You need a lot more time after that for that. Yeah. How long was the? Oh, right, because it was the. Sh- right. Well, I can't even tell how far Lynch got it got with his movie because it's just nonsense, right? Like. Yeah. yeah they, and they, then he's doing great. Like. Yeah, they right. just. It's a montage for the last <laughs> it forty-five jumps. minutes. Yeah. Forty-five or, minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just them using those weird sound weapons that they came up with. That they made uh, up, yeah, for Which the movie. is not in the book at all. No. Uh, Could have fooled and, me. And actually, I feel like they stole a sound from a police song um, to make that sha. There's a, I swear to God, one of the police songs, they make the same noise that oh, wow. is, in, is in the, you know, maybe Sting got a cut or something. Well, a cab, so. <sighs> I, I, Even I, the band. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of the band or the corrupt. They took a lot of bribes. I, I, I could have just mentioned that there's another Dune, but the one that was never made, and supposedly it's right. the best one. I'm very familiar with that film as well. Please and tell us. Jodorowsky's Dune, um, which uh, I believe uh, I forgot who the the direct Nick, Nicholas Refn, whatever his name oh, is. Oh yeah. Uh, he in. Jodorowsky were like drinking one night and Jodorowsky like busted Doing a little bacon out. soda. Yeah, yeah, a little bacon way, soda, no you know, Chilean salsa <laughs> dancing. Um, and uh, basically he just described, they did all this, pre. they had 10 million in the 70s for pre-production work on a film and they like spent all of the budget on pre-production and then they just scrapped it. Like uh, yeah. they hired um, Salvador Dali to play the emperor. That was one of the Never funny choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but interestingly enough, like all the work that went into that was like uh, the guy f- who designed all the stuff for Aliens, like Geiger or Geiger, however you pronounce it. Um, and then Dan O'Bannon, who worked on both Aliens and like the Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. like all the design work they did there ended up permeating into other movies and um so it was kind of it's kind of interesting just to see. And Jodorowsky seems like he's done a lot of baking soda uh, in his oh. time. You see, that dude is like out there, but it's fun to watch. Just the guy talk and describe. Right. Um, so Jodorowsky Dune is a 2013 documentary. That's how one can find out more about this particular Dune that never happened. Yeah. You'll yeah, and that's just a fun it. Hollywood story too. You know, it's just to see like, okay, you got they were doing a lot of drugs in the 70s when you think of all the things that got greenlit and. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to. You had to do drugs or you weren't you were making out. movies. You weren't making them. You're out. So that's a narc. That's Dune as a whole, a wormhole even. Uh, Ooh. And Ooh. So uh-huh. let's get into this this being your favorite. What sets this apart from the others and like what's have you what's made you watch it 30 times? Uh one I think the the melange of the bad and the good you know some it's crazy the delta between how bad some of the performances are and how some of them just like this is amazing like i think the dude who plays harkonnen baron harkonnen in the in the dune of lynch that guy as scary as still in skarsgård is in the in this new one I don't find him nearly as menacing as that actor's performance. Um, I forgot his name. It's Paul something. I forgot his last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like his biggest role. Yeah, super like 
just unhinged. Like you, like I, he's fucking madman. You, you don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And then you got Sting coming out in, you know, um, he almost turned me gay at age nine because he's like ripped. He's like mm-hmm. he's like the perfect human. He comes out and he's like in this like Geiger designed like underwear. Definitely looking hot. Definitely looking. Do you hot, think he's a replicant? Lie. He looks like a replicant. He's, He's so too perfect. perfect. Yeah, I bet if you cut his skin, it. milk would come out. Mm-hmm. All of these memories lost like come in the rain. Oh, I love that come monologue in mm-hmm. about come yeah. in the rain. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> no, for sure. I mean, but like mostly he is the bad actor. Who else is a bad actor in 1984 Dune? Well, he's, he's not given, I think, even enough to like make him seem too bad, in my opinion. He just like. Yeah. He succeeds. Because Michael- him and his brother are fucking insane. Those so, are his, that's not even his brother. Oh, it's like his well, nephews. Those are his nephews. To me. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I, I, <laughs> to, to Joe, they are. Okay, yeah. They're, they're brothers. If two people are nephews to someone else, they're brothers. Yep. P- put that together. Yeah, Fade and Raban are brothers. Yeah, but. <laughs> and, uh, so they're both there. like weird. You know, you can forgive bad acting, quote unquote, bad acting. It's weird, weird. too, because the guy who plays Raban, who's, like, the big baddie, Harkonnen, he also played Bluto in Popeye and was one of the... uh, He was, like, the top prison guard in... um, uh, What's that Turkish prison movie? Uh, uh, God, from the 70s. Marauder did the soundtrack. You know what I'm talking about? No. No? Oh, God, Midnight Express. That's the name of it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this whole movie, Midnight Express. So this guy, like, interesting uh, career for him. Um, the actor died recently, but he played that guy, Bluto, and also a Turkish prison guard that's incredibly cruel. Like, what a career on this man. Yeah. <laughs> Most would beg for that. But who else is bad? I mean, McLaughlin is pretty wooden. A, a lot of his what? character development is has to come from internal monologues, you know? Oh, and he, I think he's doing great. I, I, he couldn't do wrong. Like, he couldn't do wrong anything for me. He's like my favorite. He's, he's always my favorite. I love yeah. him the too. Luke but. Skywalker of the film, mm-hmm. which the, yeah, this whole thing feeling very Star Wars, but Dune is what Star Wars is based off of. So just. And Lynch was asked to direct Return of the Jedi, and he turned down George Lucas to do this movie. And they were like friends. Like, they like started together in the, yeah. you know, whatever. The few, few, a few of those greats yeah. uh, were hanging out. But yeah, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll pick Kyle any day over Timothy, like, no matter where. And I agree. Uh, I, I, I mean, Max right, von yeah. Sydow is, I, I like his character. I think he does a great job. Um, just the cast, and I'm a, I love Jer- Jurgen Prochnow, okay? I love mm-hmm. me some Jurgen Prochnow. Seventh sign. Um, I don't know. I just, I think, so one of the things I really love is the cast. It's like a crazy cast, and it's people I see in all these other things, like, uh, the Lady Jessica actress, uh, mm-hmm. I think Rebecca Ennis. She's she was in Cleopatra with um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Taylor. That was her movie debut. I was watching that. And I'm like, she looks familiar. I look it up, and it's mm-hmm. her. Um, so I guess the cast is a big thing for me. And like, there's just some really good actors either showing. I think a lot of the actors didn't understand the material too. So it's kind of fun to watch them be like, uh, right, this is uh, the spice, you know, kind of like looking around. <laughs> And it, lo- it looks insane, right? Like, 
the production design, not to jump it's past insane. the acting, but yes, it's, the it's sets wonderful insane. and like insane. Can you imagine how lovely that is to act in that versus like now people are acting against uh, what's Green that screen. digital thing? Not the a, dots on their faces, yeah. Tennis ball on a stick. But, uh, be a the monster. fuck, it's like the new digital green screen. It's like an actual screen, so that the people don't need to be on green. Mm. You know wow. what I'm talking about. Uh, it's Midnight Express. Fun. Ask Jay. But <laughs> anyways, Express. you know, it's like it's supposed to make the actors feel better than green screen. But it's like, oh, that must be so hard. Can you imagine like these guys just standing next to a guy wearing a trash bag? armor oh, yeah. suit and a, a tank that's leaking the whole water navigators yeah like why are oh. they sweeping up after the nav like they're doing curling yeah. behind him as he's leaving it's, is it's that, the like, best moment in the whole film i'm like oh, it's fucking days. david this is the most david lynch moment yeah. you ever see it's yeah. like the it you would know if you knew like that makes sense to us in this world sorry you don't know it's we're gonna play it naturally it reminds me of the shell system in uh, Demolition Man, where they're um, like, okay. this seems so yep. weird, it's the shells, dummy. Demolition Man. So mm-hmm. you just like, it's so sci-fi and so builds the world, mm-hmm. and in that David Lynchian way, that's like, doesn't yeah. really make sense. One of the things I like about Lynch is he doesn't, he respects the intelligence of the audience a little bit, and he doesn't like just spell it all out for you. He gives you, he lets you make some of the bridges in your mind, in my opinion. Or he just drops you in and says, yeah, you figure it out. This is normal. This is how these people talk. It's the year 10,000, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things I really like about is he doesn't, he's not like heavy-handed and over-explaining shit. He's just like, nope, this is weird. Yeah, there's these little things that look like mosquitoes that can kill you. Um, mm-hmm. doesn't explain really what it is just you know they call it the hunter seeker but they're not like although that is in the book right the oh yeah the, that's in the book sure right but, but I guess I guess the the, uh, the goo doesn't. coming from the navigator is such a lynch moment or just navigator looking so deformed like I don't yeah. think they're that deformed from tripping out for so long in the book I mean I've read the book in Russian once and then yeah I listened uh, on Audible in English. You know, I've read all the books though. Oh, like even the prequels is goddamn kid wrote, which are mm. horrible by the way. Don't bother <laughs> with them. But they explain how they got to like the whole nice. the whole reason there's no like technology is because they outlawed technology. There was like mm. a a war where AI basically took over and enslaved humanity. They should learn and from it. They they all all of them. Yeah, Dune's a big it. cautionary tale against AI that no one's mm-hmm. listening to. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it's this thing called the Butlerian Jihad and that creates um, say that again people outlaw it's called the butlerian jihad that sounds like called. a south park <laughs> it absolutely does it has been, I, definitely when the I, heard that, I, was like, jihad. I was like no one's getting in trouble for saying that yeah uh well i don't know you don't you don't hear it really in um any of denise version you know they don't really reference it at okay. least not yet mm-hmm. um but that was the the genesis for people not having you know, nobody really has computers. There's no robots or anything like that. So that's why it's all like, and that's why you have these people. Another thing I like are the Mentats, like, uh, you know, Peter DeVries, which is played by Brad Dourif. Um, it's just a weird little sub world too. Like you, he doesn't even really explain that. I mean, Brad Dourif makes up this weird thing about 
the juice that goes past the <sighs> lips and like that's some weird that's just weird i feel like brad durf probably made that up on his own and was like hey david can i do this and he's like yeah sure brad that sounds great man <laughs> go ahead buddy um Over but a like nice even, plate of yeah. baking soda yeah dude so it's, i don't know like i think because lynch didn't fully understand the source material i think he kind of let some stuff run that it's just people being creative too you know just which i love kinda, yeah it's like give me interesting things like, yeah they're not congruent really and like i think you two hit the nail on the head like the third act of this movie is just kind of like a one big montage of oh okay yep there's no character development or anything yeah like it's that, hard so. to care because you kind of know what's gonna happen <laughs> you're like yeah they're yeah. gonna win and you know blah, blah, blah. although alia is pretty great yeah uh the little sister yeah and well yeah. i mean yeah i mean Look what Alia turned into too. It's funny that Alicia Alicia Witt went on. She was on The Sopranos. She was uh, Christopher's girlfriend mm-hmm. on that show. Yeah, um, but Alia in the books is like a terror. She's like, mm. she has all the memories of the Harkonnen family. Oh, spoiler! Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, um, I don't know how I'm gonna spend my oh, night. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she finds out that she's part Harkonnen, um, and Ooh. she has all the. So she has a Baron Baron von uh, Baron Harkonnen in her head talking to her later in the books, um, which sounds horrible. That's yeah, hilarious. he's not a great guy to have not a conversation. A, no. with not constantly. a good Jiminy Cricket at all uh, to have leading a no. life. Wow, not, not um, at all. So, do you think then? Do you re- really think, Ken, that like people? rightfully don't like this movie and you just love it because you're a big fan of the source material and maybe good acting or like what's the deal here or should people like you know do we blame people are we we here to blame the people i am why people don't like it i think because they don't understand it it's misunderstood um it's I think if you've read the books and use it as a companion to that, it's very fun to watch. And it's very like, oh, that's how he represented this. Um, You know, obviously he misses like the warrior culture aspect of things by just going to that weird sound. (laughs) Sound like the guy from fucking uh, Hellraiser's in it. That's the guy who's like, Shai Halud. He has spoken. Mm, Like some some of the lines in it are like, they all seem Ooh, like dorks. The free- Fremen are just seem like the biggest dorks you don't want to hang out with. Yeah, it's like they're poet warrior poets. Uh, you know, it's it's that are know. idiots. That are idiots, not but skilled. fight better than anybody else, and have figured out how to hide millions of people underground in a desert. Yeah, and also their costumes are not really as intense as they should be for the conditions they're living in. Like they just have a lot of little tiny like a Hitler mustache type of tube in their nose and Well, your still suit it pumps your natural walking motion pumps the water that it collects your sweat and your spit through yeah. filters you're and then back up into you. Yeah, your piss basically you end up yeah, drinking but it. Yeah, don't they have I can't remember the, the the latest dune. Don't they have like more uh advanced suits like as it's kind of similar. I think they're similar. Yeah, I think okay. you're right, Joe. Except they don't mention the piss and shit in uh, Denny's. They film. have it in the book, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and in this movie, they, they reference it. They, they do yeah. talk about it, but Denny didn't have the courage to to do that. Drink piss. 
Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because what they've done to um, what is it? <laughs> What's the name of his Chani? girlfriend? Chani. Chani. I mean, what? Like, why is she even there? Like, right? Why do we it's even have her? It's like to think that that is Zendaya in the new one. Like the you know main one of the main draws of any mm-hmm. box office these days and then to see how she is just like a thing in this window movie. dressing yeah she's yeah. you know i think this movie doesn't it would you know the bechtel test wouldn't do well with this movie should we cancel know? him we should no uh <laughs> no but and also kind of just mentioned that Zendaya also i mean obviously she's going to have bigger arc i'm sure in the next dune to come but Zendaya shots just cutting to her like looking over her shoulder and be like yeah my hair is flowing like also not they're not doing anything with her well yeah but the the movie they didn't have she was on screen for like 10 minutes before the movie ended so let's give her the second movie don't blame her just blame how they've used her presence and it seems kind of funny to me memorable in the funny way um, but I think this movie, it's not a good movie. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. No, to, I wouldn't, it, it's not, it's not a general recommend, but there are people I know, and I know there's a ton of people who I would a hundred percent recommend this movie to because it is of a style of movie that I love that are never that great or good. But I still love them because they have great production design, really weird ideas, big swings on execution. And that's every why you scene, watch them. Every scene is a standout scene in the yeah. movie. It's a, there's at least one interesting thing happening in the scene, mm-hmm. whether it's just the way it looks or the way someone's acting. So I think even though it's not like a necessarily satisfying watch, it's definitely like of a taste and you can't deny it. It's undeniable in a lot of ways, even if it's not a movie that most people would enjoy. I think there it's great spectacle for sure. You're right. But it's, it lacks an overall, it almost looks like it was made by, you know, 10 different people um, in charge, in my opinion. Well, and yeah, maybe the producers and David Lynch fought so much that, that's what this push and pull ended up looking like, but oh. holding up a DVD of the Giver, which is another movie actually starring Mark Hamill for talking about Luke Skywalker uh, surrogates. Um, it's not a good movie. It's a great movie. And, what year is it? Uh, 80 something. Uh, anyways, I would highly recommend it. There's two of them. It's not a great movie, but you watch it and you show it to friends and it gets passed around and has a cult following because the creature designs are awesome Mm -hmm. and it's weird. And that's what I love about movies. So this, I don't want to give my thoughts away too quickly, but just to answer the question of are people wrong for not liking this movie? I think they are because you shouldn't even be trying to watch this movie if you don't, if you're not on board. Yeah, like if you show this movie to like guy who watches football on Sundays and, you know, goes and, you know, your average Joe, you know, blue collar guy, he's going to be like, what is this crap? You know, mm-hmm. um, you have to have a certain 
you know, obviously anything, suspension of disbelief. But with this, you have to come in, like, you just have to come in kind of open to this movie. Um, and that's probably hard to do. It's not very accessible. But if you're a person that is just like, hey, just show me something interesting, show me something I haven't seen before, I think they'll be satisfied watching this movie. Um, if someone's looking for, you know, a clean plot or, you know, like, like tidy resolution i guess it kind of has it at the end um you're kind of force fed it uh you know it it becomes a laundry folding movie after that hour and 20 or whatever your scientifically accurate folding more like laundry folding (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh but yeah after that you kind of feel like okay i can kind of not pay attention to this because it's not giving me the respect of taking its moment seriously so i'll just yeah whatever give me the story a lot of people shouting into their wrists yep mm. mm-hmm. sha frowning Duh. and shouting yeah Duh. great yeah. worms great worms lots um, of uh nuance lost though for sure in that last 45 <laughs> yeah. yeah you can um, feel it it feels like we are ready to go to the ratings how do they work joe all right, we're going to rate Dune on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as the basis of our scale. So that something else could be uh, a sci-fi movie like The Giver. And I could say, hey, The Giver is a 10 out of 10. Dune is an 8 out of 10 because it doesn't have the story of The Giver, blah, 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 blah. Or you could even say, I think getting uh, doing lines of baking soda is a 0 out of 10 because it poisons my blood. It and does. Dune doesn't poison my blood whatsoever, so that's a 10 out of 10. So really, you can do anything you want, and if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go first. Why don't you go first this time? Okay, well, I'm going to go with The Giver. I knew it. Um, (laughs) No, I'm not going to go with The Giver. I'm going to go with uh, the Transformers animated film, um, which is a really weird movie. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, one of the main characters dies in the first 15 minutes. The character you kind of showed up to watch the movie for. It's based off IP, popular IP. Um, but I absolutely love this movie because it has a killer soundtrack. The characters are awesome. Uh, it It is weird. It's a 10 out of 10. Wow. A lot of people wouldn't like it. Wouldn't even want to watch it. Uh, Dune, I was really happy I did watch it because, I mean, it's a beautiful movie. It's got that Dino De Laurentiis cheesy sci-fi style that, as cheesy as it is, it feels real and lived in. It just feels otherworldly, you know, very like uh, Asimov-inspired type of thing where it's kind of like almost fantasy futurism. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I loved that. I think it is not quite as enjoyable, even on a storytelling level, as something like a Transformers. So I will give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's not going to make my Blu-ray collection, but I'd uh, I'd see it with a bunch of other people in a theater. That would be really fun. Mm. Asha. Asha. I'm trying out thing. new things. I'm th- try, tried <laughs> Sash. I'm going to try Asha next. Yeah, I like Sash, but uh, Asha is... I, I'll take it. I like names that start with A. Um, okay. So I'm going to compare this experience of watching Dune 
over the course of last few days because let's be let's be sincere <laughs> i watched it in chunks. um to listening no to reading dune for the first time in russian like, years ago i loved dune absolutely so much and that was 10 out of 10 watching david lynch's dune i guess re-watching it but also like not remembering exactly what happened um i mean he's a fucking auteur he does what he wants he's david lynch i'll give him an eight out of ten what do i care he's a brilliant dude damn you don't care you're just i don't care out, he's just great he's out. just great ken what about you i'm gonna come i'm gonna compare this film to the music of the pixies um Ooh, i I've, love okay. the pixies i think they're highly influential and you can see the traces of them and other bands even to this day but i think like this movie if you just gave you know your average person kind of average american uh, a pixies album and said listen to this they'd be like what is this they'd be confused by it so um and for me the the music of the pixies is a a 10 out of 10 um, because it's not understood by everybody you know um, and that's part of the reason why I like it is because not everyone gets it and it's yeah. not accessible to everybody. And I get it. To me, it makes sense and it rings true to me. That's and strong. I feel this, feel the same way about this movie as I do about their music. It's, you know, it, not all art is for everyone. And this art feels like it's for me. And that's why I love it. And to me, it's cerebral and it goes places that I never would have gone in my mind. And I'm kind of a weirdo. So... When someone outweirds me, I get excited. And both those two things have done that to me uh, in my lifetime consistently. So that's why I like it. 10 out of 10 for me for both. That's awesome. I, I feel like if Jay were here, because he's a big Dune fan, he would, if, he would probably bring up Ween, which, yep. which is 10 sure. out of Similar. 10 for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody would have the same. Love Ween too, him. yeah. Oh, yeah. man, Ween. Um, yeah, well... Thank you so much, Ken. What a great excuse for Joe to finally watch. Yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Yeah. What what are, what are your socials or anything you want to plug at all? Please do. Oh, um, well, if you're in southeastern New England, come out to uh, Kismet Improv. Yeah, we're doing shows every Friday and Saturday, and um, really happy with the musical team I'm playing with, and uh, I also coach a monoscene mono team that's oh, nice. starting to hit their stride. So we're doing some fun stuff over there, and um, I'm they call me the Breeze with an S, not a Z, uh, on Instagram. If you want to follow me and know what shows are coming up and so forth so and we could talk dune i t- i will talk about dune to anybody i love it yeah nice. joe you and i used to be on the mono scene for how many years uh team a couple yeah a chef Borsch, question mark yeah, yeah. and then uh Classic. we had another name at some point didn't we uh well that yes hot mess that's the the, the two percent right i was thinking team. something else I don't oh, remember. Like there's so no escape. You know? Improv You're... is a whole like other. Yeah, other it was another. Thing, yeah, other yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what is going on with you, Joe? Would you catch us up? I will. I've been talking about it for a while. My animated series, Robot Guy Teen Team. I'm actually, yeah. after this recording and before this recording, I was starting the initial animation phases of it. Yes. So the I, art looks really good. 
Hell Thank yeah. you. Go check it out at jokabeo.com. You can sign up for email updates or see my Patreon or follow me on my socials and you can see some of the, the art that's been posted. And uh, yeah, so I'm working on it posted. tonight. It's happening. Posted. Tonight, baby. Posted away. Hey, yas. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. Baking soda.